0: What are you listening to? Hole in the wall. You gotta hear this. It'll change your life, I swear. Think you could uh maybe listen while you cook? Yeah, okay. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. Whatever happens. happens. Wait! Who are you? It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is our plan. Where are you from? London. 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 London? Yes, London. You know, fish, chips, cup of tea, bad food, worse weather, merry fucking Poppins, London. <laughs> Hi there, you and I listen to the Hole in the Wall podcast, hosted by your host with the most useless knowledge, the BOSS, where we discuss all manner of things from popular culture, ranging from movies to TV to anime, and on the rare occasions we do talk comics and music. And yeah, my name is. I'm Rick James, bitch! I'm not gonna lie, I'm not even mad at that one. <laughs> I'm Rick James, bitch! Nah, no, my name is Shahjahan Ali, and you are now listening to the Hole in the Wall podcast. What up, gang and new initiates? <laughs> that probably sounds mad intimidating. Let me just, uh, let me just get that John Lewis voice again. Hi, thanks for coming back to the show, and hi, hello to anyone new. Thank you for choosing us to provide the white noise you need to do your chores and boring shit throughout the day. <laughs> Alright, so in terms of weekly news and updates, Elden Ring was released and I will definitely buy it <laughs> once I have the time. I think I will review it once the hype dies down a bit just because I feel like I will need far more time with that game. I need to sync at least 100 hours plus with that game. Right now, everyone's streaming it on Twitch. Everyone's reviewing it. Everyone's going a bit crazy on the internet about it. It does look fucking great. And yeah, I will probably, well, I will definitely review it. And I'll probably get fucking frustrated because, listen, I'll be honest with you guys. In In terms of those games with that Dark Souls DNA, it's a struggle. And I'm tired of people just telling me, get good, bro. Just get good. Like, fuck you, okay? I'm not going to lie and I'm going to admit something right now I shouldn't admit. Well, you know, considering last week's episode it's not that b- <laughs> it's not bad of a confession. I never I never got past <laughs> I'm going to sound like that guy who reviewed Cuphead. I didn't get past the tutorial for Dark Souls 1 just because <laughs> just because if you remember you have to fight that first massive fat fuck And you have a broken sword. And I thought you're supposed to just fight them. Just fight. Because I just assumed that's what it is. And yeah, later on. (laughs) Later down the line in life. I saw that, oh, you're supposed to run through a door. And yeah, (laughs) I was just so annoyed. I was so annoyed. And I was like, well, it's too late now. I could probably buy the remastered version. But it's far too late. I did smash Bloodborne, though. And... Yeah, I'm not going to lie, I'm proud of myself for actually getting through one of those kinds of games. You win! But yeah, 100% that's going to be reviewed down the line. Also, Horizon Forbidden West came out, and yeah, it's weird. I have no interest in those kinds of games anymore. It's a strange thing, it's just, I am so tired of that open world DNA at this point in my life. If that makes sense, just because of the fact that, you you know what this game is you know it it's that Ubisoft Assassin's Creed kind of thing of like yo we're gonna give you this massive map and we're gonna give you pointless shit to do and yeah you're gonna do that or you can do the main stuff and yeah it's just I don't know it's it's a strange kind of open world where everything feels kind of shallow and you're just pretty bored and I'm just tired I'm just very tired of most AAA games which is surprising. <laughs> how on board i am with elden ring but then again i'm on board with god of war but i don't feel like god of war is the same type of open world that Horizon is just because of the fact that that game is quite linear. It's still fairly linear even though it gives you the open world and all that kind of stuff. It's a very linear form of open world games and I can't deny the fact that the story alone makes up for any negatives that are throughout the game. Negatives in terms of like certain game mechanics and shit that's just just annoying more than anything. Whereas Horizon I don't feel like Ever really did have a good storyline. I mean, I get it. The <laughs> The big selling point of the Horizon franchise is the fact that you, <laughs> you're fucking with these machines. <laughs> That's basically it. Like, oh, look, guys. Now you can fly with this machine. It's just like, yeah, I get it. You know, I get it. But I'm just not that interested in Horizon Forbidden West. I will probably, however, review it further down the line. Just once the... I feel like... Because it does have a, quite a lot of ridiculous amount of hate on metacritic and all kinds of places because it's getting review bombed for being an exclusive which i get it guys it's annoying when games are just exclusive but review bombing them just for the sake of the fact that they're exclusive is fucking childish let's be honest but then again when has <laughs> when has a certain subsection of gaming ever reacted well <laughs> certain things. And handled things correctly. I mean Jesus. The amount of death threats. Most cunts get. (laughs) Can you imagine? No Man's Sky. They had. I think they had a terrorist threat. Like they had all kinds of stuff. They had bomb threats. All that kind of stuff. Just because. That game was (laughs) unfinished. You had. CD Projekt Red get hacked. It's it's insane the way most. Some gamers. I should make that clear. Some gamers react. Because. You know, we're gamers. We're gamer girls. (laughs) Oh, you just gotta love... You gotta love that whole thing. Gamer girl. Rise up, gamer boys. It's time to get your gamer girl bathwater. Every day we stray further from God. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with y'all? You niggas are crazy! And now back to your regularly scheduled program. Anyways, I also... Recently got to experience Donda 2. That is Kanye West's album. I say I experienced Donda 2. I have not bought the stem player. Don't worry. Don't worry. Listen. I. Like Kanye West. I bootleg OnlyFans content on Reddit. Do you think I'm paying £200 (laughs) for a fucking glorified MP3 player? Like fuck off. Yeah. Like I I don't know what he was thinking with that. But I will however say that Donda 2 live concert listening part whatever the fuck it was to be fair was amazing in terms of the Donda 2 aspect the new albums part the cinematography the the fucking visuals was beautiful say what you want about the man but when he has a vision and he executes it it's it's just something else that shit was like Sistine Chapel level of beautiful like fuck it (laughs) out that shit beautiful than a motherfucker. My. I mean, it does make you feel like you can excuse him for a lot of the fuck shit he does, but eh, whatever. I will, however, say it was fucking hilarious watching him freak out during the whole concert part where he was playing all his old stuff from Donda, the first one. It's so fucking annoying the way he's named these albums, titled them. Yeah, it was it was quite funny because the sound was so shit. It was very 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 poor, and. he... <laughs> There was just moments where certain parts of the sound that was playing in the stadium wasn't lining up with the microphone the microphone mixing was just horrifically bad shout out <laughs> to whoever did that because somehow you managed to do a worse job than i do okay <laughs> at this whole fucking mixing of microphones that moment where Kanye just froze his microphone he froze his microphone twice mind you i get it i get how frustrated he was because he invited all these people and all these kinds of stuff and it was supposed to be a big highlight of Yo, look at me. This is what I do. This is top-tier level of music in general. And it just went to shit. But, you know, first part of that whole experience was great. Second part, not so much. But it's whatever. Anyways, back to news. So, The Batman, mind you, the Robert Pattinson one, comes out March 4th. And I'm excited. I pray his parents aren't shot again. (laughs) Because, Jesus, I... I've seen his parents die for a whole decade. (laughs) Him and Spider-Man's uncle, shit. Shit's fucking done. Like, we get it. Like, we get it. Yeah, Batman's an orphan. I'm not gonna lie. I I do find it funny. Batman is what NFT and crypto bros think Elon Musk is. (laughs) Can just tell they're just they're like yeah he Elon Musk is definitely like Batman bro he's got his own company designs his own tech da, 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 da. like fuck off but yeah I'm quite excited about the movie I am somewhat skeptical about it not because of Robert Patterson we've gone past the age of being like he's in Twilight like you know the guy's got serious acting chops okay he's got very serious acting skills I'm just I don't know I'm skeptical in the sense that I still don't know what that performance is going to be like, to be honest. It could be a great performance that cements him as one of the greatest Batmans ever. Or it could be absolute dog shit. Who knows, really? Who knows? However, what we do know is Zoe Kravitz looks fucking amazing as Catwoman. I mean, I'm going to be real. Like, I don't know what kind of mental fortitude Batman has to be out here saving, <laughs> saving Gotham. Instead of just being with Catwoman Yeah, he better than me (laughs) He better than me Let's be real But yeah, I am very excited It comes out March 4th I will definitely go watch it Definitely will give a review for you guys So you ain't gonna worry about that You ain't gonna worry about that, sweetheart You ain't gonna worry about that Don't worry about it Don't worry about it, sweetheart But to be fair More than likely you guys are gonna watch it immediately So we can just either just discuss it Spoiler laced or whatever But yeah, in terms of today's episode we are we are plugging into the matrix (laughs) it only makes sense i i mention the matrix constantly in terms of the show so it makes sense that we will finally finally review matrix the fuck is it called resurrections there we go (laughs) (laughs) fucking name is forgettable as this movie is Yeah. So, this episode, we're reviewing Matrix Resurrection. Do you count... Do you have to say The Matrix? Is that is that a licensing thing? The Matrix Resurrections? Eh, uh, either way. That's what we're reviewing, and... <laughs> Alright, first thing I'm gonna say. I fell asleep watching the movie. <laughs> I fell asleep. Jesus, that shit was the best sleep remedy ever. Like... <laughs> Ain't a fucking sleeping pill that could beat that film. Jesus. It, it was bad. I woke up again and I <laughs> played it again. And yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot that's bad with that film. And I'm going to spoil the whole film, mind you. Because, listen, the internet told you guys not to watch this. I'm telling you guys not to watch this. But... I just kind of want to vent of how fucking stupid this film was. It was top-tier level of trash. It was garbage. As the French call it, garbage. It, it, it No, just no. <laughs> just no. Listen, the beginning of the film, I was interested. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, this, this might be interesting, right? There's a scene where we are seeing the first Matrix movie or... I guess a rendition of the first Matrix movie, specifically the opening scene of the first Matrix film, the good one, <laughs> where Carrie Anne Moss's Trinity, you know, is held in that apartment or motel room, and she fights all those police officers and yada yada yada. If you watch the film, you know what I'm talking about, which is in that weird, like, fucking S&M outfit. <laughs> I still, I still find it weird. That was like, oh, this would look cool on camera. <laughs> the amount of fucking latex and leather those films. <laughs> fucking. <it. laughs> that wardrobe department must have been insane. There must have just been really kinky people to be like, yeah, this this, is it. This is going to be it. But yeah, instead of it being carrie Ann Moss, it's just some other woman. Yeah, I have no clue who she is. They barely focus on her face. And you get the sense that, oh, this isn't this isn't right, you know? Like, it's supposed to be like, oh, this is like the first film, but it's not kind of thing. And I will say, they should have just used Carrie Ann Moss in that opening scene and just made it more eerie. Like, you get the sense that something is wrong. You get the sense that something is different instead of just being like, oh, this is a different woman. Because later on in the scene, Trinity, or that version of Trinity, is captured. And in the original movie, she's not captured. And the character that is present at the moment is called Bugs. And she acknowledges that. She's like, this isn't what happened. And yeah, I feel like it would have worked so much better if you had carrie Ann Moss. Maybe de-aged her. I'm sure we have the tech to do that. I mean, we saw that Unreal Engine 5 (laughs) demo they did. We have the tech. We have the technology. We're not cavemen. We have technology. I feel like that could have been a big improvement to the film already but it was it was it was really bad from that point on the action set piece that occurred during that whole thing all I kept thinking to myself was why is this action so dog shit like the original matrix had hong kong ass kung fu elements and the set pieces and stunt choreography was all practical and cgi was used quite sparingly specifically for the bullet time and all that kind of stuff and you know the more you know fucking crazy moments <laughs> but this film was more i'd say it was very it was more traditional hollywood it was very western in terms of like the action the fighting in itself the sheer amount of cuts i mean, jesus christ you'd have thought you watching a jason bourne film like fuck me trying to keep up with them fucking action pieces you were like who's fighting who who's winning who, what the fuck is happening right now and yeah the cgi also seemed very fucking rushed and if anything it was more or less a lazy work around the practical effects but it's weird it just, it seemed floaty, if that makes sense. Moments where the characters are jumping throughout the air and it's supposed to be, you know, oh look, this is the Matrix. You get the sense of floatiness, like it's not right. It just didn't feel correct and it just felt like the CGI was rushed. The best way to describe it was, it felt like, <laughs> it felt like Black Panthers end Fight, where both Black Panthers, it feels fucking weird saying that, fighting that, I don't know what the fuck it was, okay? I I don't know what the fuck it was. But they had that weird CGI fight. It felt like that. It felt like the CGI department, the FX department was rushed. And they just had to get out the door. Because it was... Oh, it was rough. It was rough. Also, can someone explain to me, because I am an idiot, why characters like Bugs. And I still feel like a cunt for saying the word. (laughs) For saying her name. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't come up with a better fucking name than Bugs. Can someone explain to me why she's able to fight agents? Like, no one, no one explains why regular people can fight agents now. And no no one freaks out when there's agents. There's no sense of urgency anymore. The first film, they were like, holy shit, it's an agent. And people were running. People were like, oh my God, we're going to die right now. This one, you're just are like, oh, so you guys, so you just take them on, okay? By the way, I will say, however, Bugs was a good character. In terms of the character itself, it wasn't that great because it was quite shallow, surface level of a character. But Jessica Henwick, I think I got her name right. I probably butchered her fucking name. Much respect to her. She did really good in the role for what she was given. But then again, when you think about it, this is a woman who was in Iron Fist. Okay. <laughs> She keeps getting put into dog shit productions and she really be out here like I'm ai s I'm I'm gonna do my best. And she does a great job, mind you. So much respect to her. And yeah, I was I was I was fairly impressed with her performance throughout the whole film. I will <laughs> I will have a say that. Oh god, they managed to make her matrix counterpart just look as like Gen Z as possible. <laughs> Give her blue hair, cut it short. Listen, her fade was on point. I ain't even gonna lie to you there. But yeah, there's like aspects of the film that I was just so confused by. I was just like, this is a very strange direction you guys have decided to take it in. Without acknowledging how is half this stuff possible. So like when I said the agent situation, there's no real explanation of like why these guys are able to take on agents. Maybe a bit of like, I don't know, just just a bit of exposition of like oh yeah so like now we've got better programming to be in the matrix we can take them on some shit like that at least or at least provide an alternative to agents that are worse that are more terrifying and all these kinds of things but yeah in terms of the plot of the film there is another character i need to address and this is a spoiler not a spoiler i really don't know because it's in the trailer that there is a new morpheus and he's just meh <laughs> i'm just being honest like he's not morpheus in the sense that he's not a human being or anything he is a computer program i guess an ai almost or just a computer sentient being i don't know is it okay we're, we're going to theology department right now <laughs> and he is designed by neo and i'll get onto that later <laughs> how he's designed by neo but he's a computer program that is red-pilled and leaves the matrix and can someone explain to me how that's possible (laughs) they explain it it still don't fucking make sense in terms of like reality and everything you're just there like what the fuck what are we talking about right now it was just weird it was weird the fact that an ai program or wherever the fuck he is needs to be red-pilled to leave the matrix i i I don't get it (laughs) i genuinely don't oh and now they leave the matrix by i guess smashing through windows (laughs) that shit was stupid i understand you can't do landlines anymore you cannot do you know the phone all that kind of stuff i understand that completely because you know we all carry a phone now in our pockets i think i would have preferred if we just did you know our mobile phones (laughs) instead of fucking mirrors like really mirrors like really that no just no and at times it it just didn't make sense like what you pick a certain mirror and that's it it doesn't matter the size of the mirror and i guess they can kind of teleport now as well there's a lot throughout this film that they just kind of throw at you and just expect you to be like yeah all right i'm in it i'm in the ride for this and you're just there like i don't fucking know what's happening i don't understand this explain this bit for me they explain things that you're not asking to be explained and oh god this whole film was a fucking mess oh yeah and they bring back the red and blue pill because they have to but the red and blue pill before it was hijacked by political and horny movements (laughs) you can't say oh Red pill blue pill that people thinking of like the manosphere and all these kinds of things of like, I'm fucking alpha bro, I'm a sigma male, you're a beta, you're a beta <laughs> I can't say I'd do a podcast about people thinking, do you just talk about how women are <laughs> how women are pieces of shits? No, I don't I talk about nerdy shit, okay, <laughs> but yeah, they reintroduced the red and blue pill in literally the first scene, and you're just there like, okay, this feels quite forced. This this feels like, oh, guys, this remember, guys, this is the Matrix. This is the Matrix. Like, this was from the Matrix, not, like, from all that other shit out there on the internet. And, yeah, you just... Yeah, the constant amount of the colour blue is pushed throughout this whole film. I mean, you've seen it in the trailer. Blue pills is Neo's medication from therapy. And, yeah... <laughs> this whole film just pissed me off from beginning to end i feel like we need to address the fact that what the machines have decided to do this is the big plot thread mind you the machines decided to keep neo in the matrix and convinced him that the matrix is a game a video game made by neo Yeah, he's a video game developer in this film. And also Trinity is in The Matrix, this new Matrix. She is a married mom of two. And Neo just wants to break her into... <laughs> Bro, he's he's full on just like giving a... I want to fuck you eyes right now. In front of her computer generated husband. I, I just couldn't get over how boring the film was either. Also, they break the fourth wall a lot. With the mention of Warner Brothers and how Warner Brothers intended on making a sequel with or without the original cast and crew. Mind you, only one of the original directors came back. So, (laughs) oh God, this whole film just, it leaned heavily into the original, just the original movie, mind you. Not the trilogy as a whole, but the original movie. And you just, they're like, I get it. I understand what you're trying to do. But does it have to be this bad? That like you guys are the pioneers of a whole genre of movies at a point in time. A whole genre of action and set pieces and the idea of what makes someone human. You had people convinced <laughs> for a decade now that the world is a computer program and <laughs> nothing is real. You got people out here trying to unplug themselves out the Matrix. You know, like, you guys did all that and you... You make this, this film? Really? I I, I, I just, I just can't. You guys managed to launch Keanu Reeves as an actor. (laughs) That's a feat. That is a fucking achievement right there. Because he can't act. Yeah, and you you can see that. Definitely, you can see that. I mean, he does Neo very well. He screams Trinity very well. Trinity! (laughs) That's like his Adrian... (laughs) (laughs) from you know rocky it's weird though the cast in general is very good minus you know keanu reeves (laughs) i don't hate him i just i just don't think he's a good actor neil patrick harris was solid as the villain of the film and just they're like okay so you're the architect you're basically the architect like let's be real you're just that's pretentious and Less confusing and we can actually understand what the fuck you're talking about. That fucking second film still pisses me off. I've tried to watch that scene where he explains the Matrix and you... God! This is like, what the fuck are you talking about? It genuinely feels like it's like when people try to explain the stock market or cryptos to me. I'm just like, okay, okay, okay. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but (laughs) alright. But yeah, back to the film. Is this whole film just about being as meta as possible? Because yo, I'll just watch fucking Ready Player One if I fucking want that shit. Being meta does not make a film good. All right, I don't know. This film's all over the place. The constant mentions of programs the amount of times the word program or programs is said will fucking piss you off and i highly highly encourage you to make it a drinking game i mean i don't because you will probably fucking die the amount of times mentioned the pacing of the film is all over the place it's so rushed like i don't know what the fuck is with the sequencing and pacing throughout the film it is rapid it is quick okay it's 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 something else i'm being honest with you i think Neil spends, I think, a total of 20 minutes in the Matrix coming. <laughs> Him leaving the Matrix is so quick in this film. There there is there is no real build-up to it. It's just like the moment he says, you're yeah, alright, you're just out. Fuck it. I'm I'm just gonna end it there because I'm done. I'm I'm actually annoying myself talking about this shit. <laughs> I I was actually so annoyed. I should have just stayed asleep. I should have I should have woken up and watched the film. <laughs> So, yeah, that was this week's episode, and I do hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed waffling. If you did, you can show how much you liked it on Spotify and Apple by leaving a review and hitting that follow button. Let me know if you hated this film as much as me. I'm not even going to ask if you liked it because I doubt anyone enjoyed it. And if you did, that's fine. That's fine. That That's cool. But you're wrong. You are wrong. <laughs> This is the one instance being subjective is at the fucking window, mate. It's, it's gone. It's, it's nowhere near. All right? <laughs> but you can let me know if you hate it. You should have hated it. You can let me know by contacting the show. So you can contact us at pod at gmail.com. That is pod at gmail.com. You can also follow the show on Instagram at pod. That is at pod. Tag the show. Let me know if you enjoyed the episode and share it because it truly does help the show. I'm not even going to lie there. You can also donate to the Patreon. Yeah, we still got that Patreon. Hey. pledge allegiance to the bag around here (laughs) yeah so the patreon is patreon.com slash the hole in the wall that is patreon.com slash the hole in the wall And yeah all donations go towards making better content for the people that enjoy the hole in the wall and all donations help the show and keeps it alive and i really do appreciate if you do donate and even if you don't you're still fucking amazing look at you fucking gorgeous you are fucking you are amazing you are amazing you got great taste great taste that's why i expect you lot to hate this fucking film (laughs) and yeah i'm thankful that you listened and just enjoyed the show in general anyways and with that i'm signing off regular episodes every monday you'll be hearing from me next monday but in terms of next week's show i could be discussing anything from popular culture and that could either be with a guest ideally an entertaining one unlike that cursed episode that has been banished into the shadow realm (laughs) That episode is never, ever seen the light of day. That guess was terrible. I'm not even going to lie. But it could either be with a guess, one that is actually entertaining, or it could be me, myself, and I again. Whatever it is, there will always be an attempt to entertain you, as always, through the Matrix mainframe. (laughs) It feels weird saying that now, considering the context. But it's meta. It's meta, guys. It's meta. Can't even say meta now without people thinking you're Infringe on facebook's fucking bullshit but yeah (laughs) there will always be an attempt to entertain you as always for the matrix mainframe this has been the hole in the wall my name is shah jahan ali and yeah you hear from me next monday so yeah whatever time you listen to this have a good morning evening and good night and you hear from me next monday and that's right we still ending this like it's the truman show (laughs) peace